and your loved ones, and thank you for welcoming me into your home and heart. I am the voice of one. A young man embarked on an extensive flight, enduring numerous stopovers before reaching the city for his business. Upon arriving at the pre-booked hotel, he explicitly requested not to be disturbed as he desperately needed a good sleep. The hotel staff suggested hanging a do not disturb sign on his room doorknob to prevent any disruptions. Following these instructions, he promptly hung the do not disturb sign on the doorknob and headed to bed. Approximately an hour later, a fire broke out in the hotel, escalating rapidly. The hotel staff initiated the evacuation of all guests. Approaching the room of the young man, who had indicated his desire not to be disturbed by placing the do not disturb sign, one staff member hesitated. The dilemma was whether to inform the young man about the raging fire or to respect his wish to be left undisturbed. In such situations, many may wonder why it was a predicament for the hotel staff. Common sense suggests that a fire poses a far greater threat and should take precedence over a guest's preference not to be disturbed. As the first staff deliberated, another staff hurried to the scene without hesitation, broke down the door and evacuated the sleeping young man, saving him from the impending danger. Now fully awake outside the hotel and witnessing the devastation of the fire, the rescued guest expressed his profound appreciation for the decisive action of the second hotel staff. The case of this rescued hotel guest and the actions of the hotel staff are cause for deliberation. One wonders why the first hotel staff found it difficult to recognize that the fire outbreak was much more urgent than respecting a do not disturb sign. Had the second staff not appeared on the scene, the guest would have perished in the fire. As for the guests, his desire not to be disturbed was predicated on the presumption that all was well and there would not be the eventuality of imminent danger to his life. As it turned out, there was an out-of-control fire putting him in imminent danger without his knowledge. Thankfully, the second hotel staff was decisive enough to break down the door of his room and pull him out to safety. This scenario serves as an allegory to emphasize the imminent danger that affects each of us. The wrath of God looms over all sinners, and when God passes judgment, it will be a sentence to eternal damnation. The world as we know it will come to an end. But whether it comes to an end in our lifetime or not, Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 of the Good News Bible translation states that everyone must die once and after that be judged by God. How one responds to this information becomes crucial. Some people immersed in their pleasure do not wish to be disturbed, deterring anyone attempting to disrupt their enjoyment. Just like the first hotel staff, when we see such do not disturb signs in the form of an angry scowl, an unfriendly attitude, or an unreceptive demeanor to information of imminent danger, we keep quiet and walk away. Thankfully, there are those akin to the second hotel staff who recognize the ignorance of individuals displaying such do not disturb signs by their unfriendliness and go ahead to break through the barriers these individuals have erected to inform them of the fast approaching danger. I will have you know that there is a profound danger to your life surpassing a natural fire outbreak. It is a relentless fire known as hellfire, burning continuously without consuming or destroying the body, yet inflicting pain and torment on those who are cast into it. Hell was never intended for humans but those associating with Satan become candidates for it. Just as no one, regardless of how tired they may be, would want to be left alone when there's a raging fire approaching, nobody in their right mind would want to be in hellfire. Hell, besides the raging, unquenching fire, 
also has flesh-consuming worms, which cause excruciating pain and torment. These worms are not destroyed by the fire of hell. The perpetual fire and never dying worms of hell imply that once someone is in hell, the excruciating experience persists forever. Despite this alarming reality, some ministers of the gospel avoid sharing this truth. Instead of informing people about the imminent danger of entering hellfire, they focus on pleasant words about wealth and success. It is like deliberating whether to tell someone who is ignorant of a raging fire about the imminent grave danger they are in or just walk away. How wicked and unfair to an ignorant public. It is essential to understand that obtaining miracles or success does not guarantee escape from hell. Jesus said in Mark chapter 8 verses 36 and 37 of the King James Version, What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? On one occasion, Jesus told his disciples that rather than gloat over the devil and demons being subject to them, they should rejoice that they are candidates for eternal life. In saying this, Jesus was emphasizing the priority of eternal life over any other thing, including miracles, deliverance, success, wealth, and so on. Friend, without accepting and confessing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, one remains a candidate for hell regardless of their achievements here on earth. In a world filled with individuals demanding privacy and displaying do not disturb signs regarding their lives, there is a need for ministers of the gospel who will boldly disregard their facet to share the truth about hell and the impending danger to their souls. And like the second hotel staff, I have come to warn you about the real and imminent danger of hell. When a person is enjoying engaging in wrong things, he never thinks of the day when everything will turn sour. Similarly, you may be enjoying the trappings and pleasures of sin now, but the day will come when you will regret it. Hopefully, it will be at a time when the window to make amends will still be open, like now. Yes, there is coming a time when it will be impossible to repent, even if you wanted to. Please do not let this opportunity pass you by. Repent now and be saved from the torment of hell. The Apostle Paul emphasizes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, from verse 11 through to 15 of the message translation. It's no light thing to know that we'll all one day stand in that place of judgment. That's why we walk urgently with everyone we meet to get them ready to face God. He goes on to say, we're not saying this to make ourselves look good to you. We just thought it would make you feel good, proud even, that we are on your side and not just nice to your face as so many people are. If I acted crazy, I did it for God. If I acted overly serious, I did it for you. Christ's love has moved me to such extremes. His love has the first and last word in everything we do. Our firm decision is to walk from this focus center. One man died for everyone. That puts everyone in the same boat. He included everyone in his death so that everyone could also be included in his life. A resurrection life, a far better life than people ever lived on their own. Today, I implore you to acknowledge the imminent danger ahead. Yet, I want you to realize that there is a better life by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Judgment awaits, and if you have not lived according to God's will, hellfire is a real and present threat. You may be discontent with what I have shared now, 
But like the rescued hotel guests, you will express gratitude when witnessing the devastation of hellfire on those unfortunate enough to enter it. Friend, only one thing is needed to help you avoid the everlasting fire and the torment of never dying worms. Accept that you are a sinner, which you are, who needs a savior, which you do. And that savior is Jesus Christ, who you need. Once you recognize your sinfulness and acknowledge your need for a savior, then turn to Jesus Christ in humility as that savior. Just as no criminal arrogantly asks for pardon, but humbly asks and even declares that they will no longer engage in criminal activity, so must you humbly seek God's pardon through Jesus Christ with sincerity. The ball is now in your court. Go to God through Jesus Christ and seek his pardon. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for that which I have shared. In the hearing of all, I pray, Almighty and everlasting God, that as they ponder these words and seek your pardon, you will grant it to them and give them the assurance of their rescue from the raging fire of hell and the never dying worms therein. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807 777 5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye.